All right, welcome to episode, uh, I don't know, it's it's up here, and this is Mundelein Minute, and this uh, we're talking about the October 24th, 2022 board meeting, if you're counting, it's board meeting number 3,264, I know. Uh, Got it, okay. The mayor counts, every board meeting. I know. Yeah, it's all right. It's, when does the time start on that? It's like in the history of Mundelein, or like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So if you go back and look at some of the archives of minutes, it's it's noted in every single one of them. We should find board meeting number one. Oh, let's see fair. what they talked about. Yeah. I'm going to FOIA that. <laughs> I'm sure you could just ask. My name is Eric Schwenk. I'm a trustee in the village of Mundelein, and I am here Me with too. Eric Schwenk, also a trustee. <laughs> I'm Kara. I'm also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Uh, hey there, it's uh, Future Eric. I forgot to say at the beginning of the podcast that um, this is my house and my cameras and microphones and, and there's, there's people upstairs and, um, you know, there's no village money or any government money in the creation or distribution of this podcast. So talking about last night's meeting. Yeah. Yep. Last night we did the long whole, one. Uh, it was, and you know, it wasn't a crazy long agenda, but it sure took us a while to get through it um yeah well that presentation was long the presentation was long but worth it as was the liquor control meeting mm-hmm. we'll get i there. almost went in mom mode last night i was real annoyed last night yeah and you and i share this sentiment and we've talked about it before yes we'll get there we'll get there stay let's, tuned it's gonna get spicy let's stick to the agenda <laughs> <laughs> so we did um you know the call to order the pledge of allegiance uh, approval of minutes just for the last board meeting Public commentary, there was a couple of people spoke. There was uh, one person named Dave Anderson, and um, he is very upset. And his wife was in a car accident with a Bears player, Alex Leatherwood, and he is not happy with the way that the investigation was handled and who was cited and how it went down, and he was asking for relief from the village board. And I think I think our administrator, um, Eric Gunther, handled it well, not only as the village administrator but as a prior police chief he understands how last night you could tell cops don't cops cops always be copping because like he turned back into police mode yeah which we don't usually see out of him anymore yeah when he tells us that he's not a cop anymore last night proved that wrong once cop always cop (laughs) because i was i was like yeah he uh corrected some some inaccuracies in in the gentleman's statement and one of the the biggest thing I'm not going to get into anything about the accident. Yeah, um, it's an what, open investigation, it's an open and investigation. there's no room for us to comment on it, and there's no room for us to make an opinion on it. Correct. It's going to go to court, and it's going to go to court. And 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 as Eric said in the meeting, that's for the judge to decide. Yeah. The the guilt of of the citations or whatnot. This is not something for the village board. Well, what we should care about is whether Gunther responded to the guy, which he did twice, yep. and whether the follow-up was there, which it was. So, Correct. like, in our, in my perspective, like, that's what we have control over is Correct. making sure that he's responded to in an appropriate and professional manner. Correct. And so. if there was an, an ongoing pattern of um, of incorrect police investigations, yeah. that would be something that we right. would look into. And this is really um, too early to determine if there was any, I'm not even saying this, like if there was any wrongdoing with the police department because it's not, it hasn't it needs gone to, to trial go yet. The process yeah. first. Correct. Okay. End of rant. Next was um, Alice DePiro speaking from Extra Space Storage. Well, she was speaking in the boardroom, but she's from Extra Space Storage uh, regarding the storage tax that was on the agenda last night. And that was it for public commentary. Um, 
What was up next? We were supposed to go into public hearings, but we didn't. We went into the mayor's report. Yeah. Well, well no, we no, 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 no. We presentations award. So we went through um, Synergy's presentation, which was, which is a apartment development, like super high end apartment development in Plaza Circle. Um, they expect to be occupied in 2024. I mean, 166 units, which is relatively small for apartment complex. Um, yeah. right. You I know mean, it's better. pretty, it's pretty similar to what, what's going over on Butterfield. Yeah. You know, I will say that that we, we talked about this a little bit, that the, the presentation was well thought out. Um, this building and these plans are well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, trustee Wilson commented that he went to the one in South Elgin and talked to residents like props, trustee Wilson, and they're happy with the management company. They're happy. Um, these look cool. They do. I like the layout of the building. Um, you know, I I spoke last night during the meeting that I, I wish that there would be some mixed use. That's kind of what I envisioned yeah. for Plaza Circle. And that's what the plans call for, too. But this piece of property, this development just doesn't work for mixed use. Yeah. Um, you know, I also it, think that there will be this will generate some mixed use behind Plaza Circle, too. That on know, the other side. Yeah. yeah. And this, you know, if we were if we were to make it a mixed use building, um, we would lose a lot of the units mm-hmm. and or it would have to become another story higher, which would um, not fit into the characteristic around the circle and around the neighborhood right. on the other side. So this just kind of works out with the layout of it and how um, some really fun amenities, cool amenities in the building. Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about the specifics of the deal now or not, but um, I think. You want to talk about it now? Go for it. Okay. So you have always been like a financial brain minded person. And I was, I was drawn to the financials of this deal in particular. um, Because a few things stood out to me. One is there's a large amount of impact fees that are going to be generated from this property. A large amount, close to a million dollars. The other, which go to the school districts, the the library, the park district. Yeah. Yeah. So this will be district 75, I believe. Um, and then also in terms of selling excess property. So we both campaigned on that three, whatever, almost four years ago. Correct. And this adds another $1.2 million of property that we've sold. Yeah. So in the, in the three and a half years we we've, we've <clears throat> championed, it's not like we did it ourselves, but we single-handedly, right. I wish oh. <laughs> we can't take credit for all of it, but it's been the, the will of the board to sell off this excess property and yeah. not give it to developers, but to pay a fair market value for it. Yeah. And, and this, I think this that. is a million dollars. Seems Yeah. So 1.2 million. And now that brings the sale up to, to 2 million for the land that's been sold since we've been trustees. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this, I think was like kind of a win-win deal for everybody involved. Um, and they they want to build fast. Um, you know, we always hear, why more apartments? Why more apartments? And it's really what the market is dictating right now. And you and I have both lived in other areas of the country where that's normal. In apartments? Yes, that's yes. normal. Um, I was telling my mom last night that when I lived in L.A., I distinctly remember this area um, near El Segundo that was exactly like Plaza Circle. And you had all of these residential developments Um different owners, different amenities, different styles, different mm-hmm. looks, different feels, you know, but the outsides all look very similar, but the insides had different 
it was different, right? You could tell they were different owners, but there was like common space in the middle. Mm -hmm. And in that middle area, there would be, you know, like whatever concerts or you sometimes a farmer's market would set up there or you'd have like pop-up shops and it was kind of like a hub. Mm -hmm. And that is what I think Plaza Circle is going to turn out to be. So other places around the country do this. And like my mom said to me, she goes, it's about time Underline caught up. You know, I lived in LA. Oh my God, I'm old. Over 10 years ago. And that was the norm out there right? then. And now we're just finally starting to get that sort of look and feel here. So Right. Yeah. Right, so this is, this is, uh, this is exciting because, <coughs> you know, we. Or where you lived in Texas. Yeah. I, I lived in, in something similar to this in Texas. Yeah. I've lived in apartments in other parts of the country. Yeah. And, and as a, as a realtor now, I can tell you that we have a decades long housing crisis and we need housing stock of different types. So townhomes, um, apartments, um, uh, single family homes, we've we've added all of those. When you look at Pulte and Lennar out by Target, when you look at Oak Creek, when you look at the apartment homes on Butterfield and now the ones at Plaza Circle, and uh, there's, there's places for this in our community that welcomes people that want to live here in different types, types of housing and they can move between them as they see fit. And in different times of their life, right? Correct. Like they, the developers highlighted that last night is that, you know, we tend to think of apartments as young people just starting out. Mm-hmm. But what about people that don't want to maintain a house anymore, but they want right. to stay near their grandkids or they want to stay near family or stay where their community is? Then this is a type of residence that works for them. Right. Exactly. So, And yep. they are going to move fast. Did you hear his timeline last night? Yeah, that they're going to have shovels in the ground in the next week or two. He said he wanted doing, to pull building permits today. Yeah, to do demolition and get things moving. Lord. So, huge. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up was the mayor's report. So there's a meeting call for the Committee of the Whole for a tax levy. Uh, this is our annual meeting that we do at the first board meeting in November every year. Uh, next up was the storage self-storage facility rental fee. I'll let you rant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I already ranted twice. Now, um, see previous episode about uh, self storage. Uh, well, last time last time was a self storage fee. This was a self storage uh, tax. Although it does say imposing a new fee on tenant privilege, this is actually a tax yes, because it's not related to anything. Right. And we got it. We got rid of it last year when it was proposed because it was a fee fee yeah. that should be related to an actual cost that the village has. So, you know, I, I spoke against this. I don't think that it makes any sense to me. Um, the, the, the money being received isn't going towards anything except for the general fund. Right. It's not like we're using this money to fund infrastructure projects like new roads or, you know, resurfacing or whatnot. This just is, is money to have. Um, one of the, the numbers that got tossed out was that in the last two years, there's been 60 calls for service from our police department or fire departments, but really it was our police department. Police, yeah. And, um, while that sounds like a lot for the, you know, several, several thousand units that are in Mundelein, um, while Mr. Gunther was talking, I looked it up and they're between 2019 and 2020. I don't have any other numbers, but there was 25,120 calls for service. So we're talking 0.0024, a, a quarter of 1% of calls were for these, um, these businesses. So I just, I can't, I can't see 
issuing a tax on something like this. We don't tax other leases, residential or commercial leases. We do a, a, a small fee for leasing of residential property. Um, I'm not sure if we do bucks. it for... It's 12 bucks, yeah. Uh, it's 40. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it but, okay. you know, as, a, as somebody who manages property in Mundelein, it's just part of the cost of doing business. But that's not what's being proposed here. <laughs> this is... This is a tax on top of the cost that's going to be directly passed on to the consumer. And I, I just don't feel that it's the right time or that it's going to the right use today. I hemmed and hawed about this, right? Like, ugh, I feel bad for my husband during board meeting days because I'm, I know that I'm annoying. Because they, they weigh you talk out, out loud? Well, I talk out loud and the decisions like weigh on me and I know I'm irritable and like, you know, these decisions aren't made lightly like I get your arguments totally and like I you know we both voted no but I also get the arguments of those that were for it um we have to find creative ways to find income and this was kind of one of them um I just I was with you I just didn't know that the timing was right and I just didn't know if it was like justified Mm -hmm. um it just felt like an easy thing to do. And so we were doing it, you know, we were just trying to grab to things that we could do. It didn't feel like super well thought out. Like, I don't know. We lost. We did. Yeah. Loser. Yep. But now it's the will of the board to do this and you know, it will get done and maybe those residents that are affected by it will see a rate increase. Who knows? Um, We'll see how this plays out, I guess. Right. So <laughs> I, I was uh, I was telling Kara that I came home last night and I had to remind myself, like you said, it's the will of the board that I'm person. I'm only one trustee, that there's six trustees and a mayor. And it's I get to have my opinion and make my vote and, you know, plead my case and lobby others right behind. Sure. You know, like lobby others. We, to... we can do that, too. But ultimately, when it comes down to the vote, the will of the board is how we move forward. And uh and we lost. And there's going to be no grudges. And, and we're going to move on. And we're going to work together on other projects. Right. right and, fine. you know, the other trustees and I, after the meeting, we were still talking about, oh, kids this and, yeah, you know, fine. family that. And and still just we we get along. We're a very functional board. Yeah. Um, or and, able to have, like, a relationship. And I think those relationships drive progress and change going forward. Correct. And this won't derail it. Yeah. Okay. No. Just because, you know, yeah, I, I may have been upset in the moment last night. You move on. Right. That's just the name of the game. So Um, so it passed. It passed. Bummer. Uh, (laughs) So outstanding debt liquor amendment was the next one. We basically changed the ordinances to say that if you owe the village money. I don't know why we didn't do this before. That's what I kept thinking about. Like, why would, why is this new? Yeah. If you owe us money, we're not going to give you a new license. Also what changed? Right. Like, yeah. yeah, Like what? So uh, if you owe the village money and you're applying for a liquor license or a gaming license or whatnot, uh, it's, it's going to be on hold until you pay up. It gets added on, actually, is the way it reads. Feels fair to me. Yeah. So um, next up was the trustee reports. There was a couple of motions Wait, regarding... Wait, when did we go on? To... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we started off with the community and economic development um, with that committee, and uh, there was a couple of motions regarding <coughs> um, 205 North Archer and 250 Plaza Circle, which is that synergy development. Yeah. And um, Name TBD. Name Named to be determined. Um, so, so I pointed out, I was like, I half hearted, but somewhat truthful joking, um, that I didn't really like the name because it sounded like a school district and that 
we it was interesting we got that, enough of those. that uh that six of those uh kirsten and even the mayor jumped on that and were like yeah at first i thought this was something to do with the school and so i I thought it was like some kind of intergovernmental agreement with an energy company at first until I started so reading the packet. Yeah, so, so I was like, I don't know. What does this mean? They, it kind of is interesting because the name of the company that is doing all of this is District 250 LLC. So they already have the LLC. Right. But he did say they don't own the domain name. So, so we'll, we'll see. see what happens we'll with see. the name. I'm not. It, I still think it's a great development, whatever the name is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're not going to deny it based on the name. They, right, exactly. That's that's not what we're here for. <laughs> Tough board. Tough board. That guy, um, got, that guy got in his car last night and was like, God. Really? That's what, really? You, that's what you came to? Was the name? <laughs> All this time and energy into this presentation and you focus on the name. Yep. Yep, exactly. Uh, so next up was the liquor control meeting slash beating. And um, super annoying. It is one of the most annoying parts of being a trustee. And oh my God, it's so to, annoying. To see businesses come before the commission at this point, because you're not a trustee, right. you're a commissioner. Right. Um, to tell us how they got busted selling alcohol to a minor. And it's, I, I greatly appreciate the ones that just own up and take responsibility. We had those last night. Yeah. Um, the golf course guy was the golf course guy was like you guys do so much for us and we screw this up and i was like hey cool thanks for owning yeah. up like you know but I it's get it. super frustrating because this is an ongoing pattern for the last probably year six months to a year we last year has been extremely heavy in uh citations which is so annoying because prior to that we didn't have that it had been really quiet yes yeah. and i know there's a labor shortage out there i get it all of these things add up but like Come on. Yeah. So I have, for the past two years probably, been advocating to increase those fines. And every every meeting now, I am bringing that up. And I, I hope that the other trustees and uh, get just, on board. And the we, three of us really, I think, Soul supports that as well. We uh, just need to start doing it. Um, I know that other areas, other communities in the area – um, don't have higher fines that were also the same, but I'm, I'm of the same mindset. I'm, I'm tired of it it's So annoying. and I get that it's not business friendly, but if you're going to be unbusiness friendly on something, this is where to do it. Let's make it on liquor licenses and not on self storage fees. Easy. Calm oh, down. sorry. Um, so Pine Meadows, uh, Bill's Pizza and Pub and Graham Enterprises. That was super frustrating to me. Yeah. So the first two, okay, I get it mess ups happen they admitted it they'll pay their 500 props to bills for yep. thinking of some out of the box ways to prevent it going forward yes they're implementing an, an app um they're not taking vertical ids anymore which good you shouldn't be crossroads is doing the same thing now yes so we're, but, we're starting to see that that's the new trend in mundelein businesses fine then don't um you know don't take the vertical ids just... also like i could see you were taking them during covid because the dmv was shut down whatever the dmv is not shut down anymore go right get a new ID. yeah you can go get a new one as long as it's not the the one with a star, you can get it printed same day. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's so much easier. Um, Graham Graham Enterprises. This one bothered me. Um, I voted no on the fine. Um, I usually I voted no on the fines last time, but I was like so annoyed last night that I was like, I don't even want to see. Like, I want this over. Yeah. So the same gentleman was before us back in June for Graham Enterprises, but unfortunately past board practice has been to treat each store as its own entity uh -huh. um 
and I followed up with a question to the gentleman and asked if they use the same training material. And they do. They use the same training material. It's the same corporate at the top. Like, there's nothing. It's the same um, guy we saw. The same guy. Like, nothing is different. We shouldn't be treating them as separate entities. They should be treated as a separate Which is offense. what I brought up to our attorney last night. Like, why are we doing right. that? But, you know, like, in true lawyer fashion, he was like, well, <laughs> that's a that's, this is an anomaly. Like, we shouldn't. There's only a couple of them. I get it. The I jewels, it, the, the the grams, the you know. There's only McDon a couple of McDonald's, oh, McDonald's, but doesn't but they don't sell liquor yet. Yet. The ones in Europe do. Really? Some Starbucks do. Well, yeah, maybe. even in the states. So, um, it just it really upsets me to see so many. So annoying. It so is, many. Businesses. I mean, you have a high school kid. My kids are little still, so I don't have to worry about that yet. But it's just, it's really frustrating. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I almost mom lectured last night, but then I was like. Although I would have loved to see a, another I'll be damned out of you, uh, like with the smoking guy. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so um, after the, the liquor control meeting, we went back to the village board meeting. Um, public comment, or I'm sorry, public works committee was up. And there was the 2023 street Streets. and infrastructure improvement. So this is the reconstruction section. The big one. The big one. The big kahuna. Yeah. And then there will be the resurfacing that we will bid out with other communities for joint resurfacing. We get cheaper. Um, like in January. Yeah, in January. And and it ends up being cheaper because we, we do a joint project with other area yeah. towns so that, um, you know, better pricing. In, in more bulk. roads. We can do more roads with it. The Costco effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> buying bulk. Buying bulk. Um, Speaking of buying in bulk, buying police department vehicles, uh, we bought two vehicles and we waived the bids to end up buying them from the same dealer that runs the joint program anyways. Yeah. And I um, mean, vehicle purchasing, we talked about this before. What a mess. What a mess right now. Getting vehicles has been a nightmare. And when you have aging police vehicles, they need to be retired. And they need to look <laughs> a certain way, right? Like you got to get a white squad car. Yeah, right. It's a certain type of vehicle, right. a certain type look everything exactly and um you know we have to go out and buy those so our public works department found two on a lot and um serendipitous serendipitous yeah Oof. and the right color they're white and they met all the specs for it so right so we end up buying those the next um joint program is not expected to open till next year i mean we're still waiting for cars from ours from 2020 yeah maybe? exactly so they don't know when this new program is going to open exactly what the delivery schedule or the pricing is going to look like. So, so we expect to save roughly eight to 10,000 by purchasing these vehicles. By being opportunistic and just doing yeah. it. So. so we're moving ahead and buying some vehicles. Um, Leafs. Leaves. <laughs> Leaves. Uh, Trustee Wilson touched on this yes. a little bit, but I was on the negotiating team for this contract as well, so I can talk about it a little bit. Um, we have a new contract with Groot that started 10-1, um, and that was leaf collection. And, you know, it's a sore subject for everyone. Everyone gets really mad about it, and everyone's frustrated, and whatever. Um, so Tim and I both agreed that we needed to have some sort of, like, provisions in the contract that says if you don't perform, then you're going to be in trouble, and we're going to slap your hand. And um, that was the first time this has been done, which seems to me like it should have been done before, but whatever. Tim and I got it done, and Groot agreed to it, and they're going to perform for us. So... All of the trucks are GPS enabled. They We have a guaranteed number of passes through the village with leaves, depending on weather. Um, if it if if it snows tomorrow and it freezes, we may be in trouble, you no, know. Don't say the S word. I don't want to have to censor this. 
you should have to you should bleep me out <laughs> that would be good um uh so here's the deal rake your leaves don't put them in the street rake them to the curb the thing the truck comes i don't know if you've ever watched the truck come and suck them up i have kids of course i've watched i was just truck. gonna say i have kids so we've watched them uh it takes a long time it does and the guy doesn't just like use the vacuum he's got to like get out of the truck and like scoop them all in and like make sure that it doesn't get clogged with sticks and stuff. And then they drive them to a field and a varying degree of how far this field is. Right. Right. So sometimes they have to drive them all the way out to Rockford. Right. It takes a while. So then they come back and there's a certain number of trucks. So like this is a logistical nightmare and no one realizes that. Right. Everyone's like, they just have to suck them over the vacuum and throw them in the dump. That's not how this works. There's only certain fields they can go. Like there's a lot of rules around it. I mean, yeah, it's a regulated waste. It is. So yeah. it's complicated, right? And I feel like no one believes you when you say that, but it is. And after like sitting down with Groot and looking at this contract, it's complicated. We did the best we could do with this contract. Um, I think they'll perform. We've had good weather. It's been windy and now it's rainy. That's like perfect. Like we, leaves should fall. So get them out there. They can suck them up. Um, or leave them on your lawn. They're good for the grass. They're good for the grass. <laughs> and the little creatures that live in there. Controversial statement, but they're good for the grass. Whoa, whoa. Right. So yeah. anyways. That's the leaf update. All right. Next up was finance committee. So we did the uh, governing body bill approval for $993,725.94. So that's a pretty standard amount for for our finances. Uh, We did separate out from that um, a separate bill for Trustee Ross. So there was some expenses for her um, Illinois Municipal League conference attendance. So we separated out... um, $385.07 $385.07 for her, so she could abstain from that. Um, and I, I, that's not a normal amount. Usually we talk in thousands and hundreds of thousands. Stru- stru- and I was like, like, don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. $385.07. End of statement. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> don't reimburse her $385,000. Right, exactly. Because we usually do yeah. much bigger numbers. Yeah. Um, and that was it for finance. Up next was public safety committee. Um, so Kenneth Griffin is making a donation to uh, the village of Mundelein for the fire department mm-hmm. and some um, in memory of his grandma in memory of his grandma. So we had to because it's a large amount, we had to approve that. So we did that um, fire alarm monitor monitoring agreement with FSS Technologies that passed. I have struggled with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, nothing from the chiefs. No. Yep. And then um, I will say, hold on really quick, because I talked to Lark afterwards, the fire yeah. chief. Can we be careful when we drive, please? Stop flipping cars over. Well, not only that, but he said that the number of accidents they've responded to lately have has been like more than he's seen in his. Yeah, um, every career. board meeting now, he, you know, we we have the uh, the conversations just being friendly. Like, how's afterwards. it going? Yeah, the the how's it going conversations, and I the last couple of weeks I've been like, is it just me or things busy? And he's like, he oh, said man. he said this will be a record year for them. Yeah, the number of calls has been astronomical. Yeah, so just be careful when you're driving. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Uh, so this is going to be awkward. So it's, this is awkward, but the camera died. Uh, so we're talking about the fire department being really busy and I was telling you, scolding you, scolding, scolding you to drive safe, please. Yes. Um, that was it for public safety. (laughs) So, um, you know, while the camera cut off, we talked about how there was no building committee report. And we also talked about the Plaza circle design and how we are, um, Spending a not to exceed 25000 to Kimley Horde and Associates to have a design created for Plaza Circle. Right, which is good because we talked about this at the beginning about how this will eventually look. And 
you and I just were talking about 10. This was, we think it was done 10 plus years ago. I mean, it's it's around that time. It's around frame. that time. Yeah, frame. it hasn't been full ten years, maybe eight, maybe of moving to right. yeah. uh, moving Village Hall into the new Village Hall. Right, and now things are starting to redevelop there, and things take time, and now like the ball is rolling, and yep. hopefully yep. this will continue a trend, and the look that was designed for this area will finally be achieved, and um, yeah, it's kind of cool to see that happen, right? Yeah, and that we're running out of real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, Plaza Circle only has so many lots left. Yep. And that uh, there's going to be some some openings. There's some property for sale mm-hmm. um, in in Mundelein in the downtown area. Some of the banks or the village-owned property of the water building. There's a gas station. You know, mm-hmm. there's some parcels that can be combined. But we're going to run out of land. And... But like, what a good problem to have to know that we can help get rid of all this excess property that is on the village circle. Right. On, right. The excess property that the village has and redevelop uh, some property that into is... useful land. Correct. Some so. some new use. So. All right. Um, so that was it. There was no other reports, no omnibus vote items, nothing from any of the um, administrator, attorney, or clerk, and no executive session. And we were done by like 8.35, 8.45, somewhere in there. It's quick. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It was a good um, Yeah. That's it. Break your leaves. Break your leaves. What else do we say? Uh, it's no more car accidents. Please no drive safely. Please drive and safely. stop selling alcohol to minors. Please. That that was uh, that was our our three from Mundelein's moms. Mundelein's moms. <laughs> we'll just make you a mom. Thanks. Seriously, I feel like I'm scolding people, but that's good to know. And Halloween trick or treat is from forty eight on to Monday. Eight, and you're gonna be a unicorn. Always. Always a unicorn. <laughs> that's how I live my life. All that sparkle. That's. And. Uh, you're gonna be an astronaut. Yep. Fly yep. you to the moon. Fly me to the moon. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you in the, she'll see you in the next episode. I will not. I'll see you uh, around Thanksgiving. Cool. Take care. Bye.